the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Yeah, it's Wisdom Wednesday, and we're going to have a good time talking about collective prayer. Do you know anything about God's healing through prayer? Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, uh, watching me on my socials, thanks a lot for tuning in there on Facebook Live and uh, YouTube Live. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. And then, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, right out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Northern Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. And if you can see me on social media, you see that uh, big old uh, auditorium behind me. Yep, that is uh, the auditorium or the Performing Arts Theater of Bridgeway Community Church. If you're looking for a place to worship, check us out on Sundays. Just go to bridgeway.cc, locations in Columbia, Maryland, Owens Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland, as well as online. So you can check us out uh, on demand as well. Just go to bridgeway.cc. See, all right. Hey, listen, as always, I do open in a short word of prayer, but let me introduce the topic to you. It is Wisdom Wednesday, and if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. We've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And then a special edition on Saturdays on the weekend from 3 to 3.30 on this station as well. If you want to call in, it is a call-in talk show. The number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Today is Wisdom Wednesday, and we're going to talk about the wisdom of collective prayer. What happens when two or three are gathered together uh, in prayer together? What happens? What does God do when two or three agree? He promises to be in the midst of it, but does it make a difference? Well, you're going to hear a special story today of Nia Anderson and what God just brought her out of just in the last week or two. You're going to be amazed at how God has moved in her life. I'll tell you also, she is my niece. And so I was up close and personal and we were praying together collectively as a family and God 
brought her through. You're going to hear it from her own voice in just a moment. But let me say a prayer to cover our time. Heavenly Father, for all those around uh, who are listening, would they be encouraged today by this story? And may you uh, do whatever healing is necessary in the life of the listener, their family members. Lord, might we bond together in prayer in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, there are other ways to get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Also, you can um, go to embracegracism.com. That is a great place to learn more about gracism and what it actually what it actually means. Okay, and and, and that's a book that I wrote. So I want to make sure you check that out as well. Well, listen, let me bring on Ania Anderson right now. Ania is my niece, so that's my brother's uh, daughter. And Nia, I am so glad to have you on today. How you doing? I am doing wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. And the fact that I'm talking to you feels like a miracle in and of itself. How does it feel to be talking? <laughs> <laughs> It feels good. My voice isn't completely back just yet. Still got some stuff going on, but for the most part, it feels great. Well, tell people what happened. They have no idea why our family went into deep prayer. Tell them what happened. Okay. So it started Christmas Day. (laughs) I actually went to Florida, uh, Disney World for Christmas, and um, I left that, what was that, that Thursday and um, Friday, you know, we were cool, you know, we went to Disney Springs, then I woke up on, um, on Christmas morning, and I just, my body just felt weird, you know, but I thought I could sleep it off, you know, just rest it, give it a time, mm-hmm. um, but that didn't happen, so um, even coming home, um, symptoms would go up and down, for COVID symptoms specifically, so as you can guess, um, Wednesday, I went ahead and got tested the day after I got back home. Um, and uh, it came back positive that Saturday, so I believe um, January 1st. Is that January yep. 1st? Yeah, yeah, January 1st. New Year's Day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my results back, and it came back positive, and I was like, okay. I mean, I kind of already knew it because a whole bunch of stuff was happening, mm-hmm. um, but nevertheless, um, a by couple the way, days went by. What, what symptoms were you feeling uh, during this time period? So, <clears throat> so between sore throat, it wasn't terrible, but sore throat, nausea, coughing, um, headaches at times, um, body aches at times. Um, I wasn't sneezing or um, I may have had a fever at some point, but I never checked. Mm. Um, and, um, and yeah, those are, those are the main ones that kind of came in and out, in and out, in and out, um, and very fatigued. Um, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm very fatigued. So, so you were really tired. Um, your energy was low, and mm-hmm. you have these symptoms. And mm-hmm. you're probably thinking, well, maybe I have uh, the flu, or maybe I have COVID. Not sure. So then you get the COVID test. They tell you you're positive. When you get mm-hmm. that positive, okay, I've never had a COVID positive. Okay, I had a lot of negatives so far. Praise the Lord. But I never had a positive. <laughs> and but you know what? Even before the negative answer comes, you do feel just like a little bit of anxiety. Like I hope I'm not. You know. Mm-hmm. So and then finally it comes in. What did you feel when you saw positive? On one hand, I knew it because I was like, there's no way my body is just acting all funky <laughs> for no mm, reason. Right. Um, but then I was a little angry. 
simply because I'm not vaccinated. I'll just tell everybody that I'm not vaccinated. And people ask me, I mean, including my parents and other people, and they would, you know, um, and I would share my reasons. Um, and part of that was my faith, you know, and believing, um, and believing, you know, God to protect me, things like that. So when I get back positive, I'm like, God, really? Like, that's what we're doing these days? Like, okay. And I was like, <laughs> okay. why? Like, what's, the, you know, so like, what's the point? So at one point I was angry and I was like, God, I need you to show me why. And mm. he definitely showed me why. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he you were not v- vaccinated. Part of the reason why, and tell me if this was the sole reason or one of many reasons that, you know what, I believe God's going to protect me from this. I have faith to know that I'm, I'm, I'm covered by the blood of the lamb, all of that. So then you get COVID, you get positive. So part of it is, God, I'm confused. I'm upset. I'm angry. Mm-hmm. What happened with our deal here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm speaking God's promises with that Psalm 91. And I'm even, you know, again, just telling people like, yeah, you're not getting vaccinated. Nope, Psalm 91. They're like, what's that say? You know, so I'm doing this. I'm being bold about it. And I'm just like, really? Like, so now what? You know what I mean? So, um, wow. so yeah, so that was definitely something I had to me and God had to discuss. I'm sure. Well, when we get back from Mm -hmm. the commercial break, let's find out what happened after January 1st. You got the positive result. And then what happened that caused our family to go deep into prayer for you? I'm talking to Nia Anderson, and she probably shouldn't be here. But God had a purpose and a plan, and you're going to hear about it in just a moment. If you know the healing power of collective prayer, feel free to call me as well. 888-43-BRIDGE. We'll be right back. It's Best Buy Waterproofing and Best Buy Design Build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Best Buy! If you live in the Bowie, Greenbelt, Glendale, or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell him that Dr. Anderson sent you. Hey, Prince George's. Everyone is getting their COVID-19 vaccine and booster. Here's why. We wanted to make sure the kids were safe and we kept my parents safe who live with us. You know, to get things back to normal. That was a choice that I had to make. I wanted, like, to protect my family, protect myself. 
Like I said, we want to end COVID, man. Whatever we must do, whatever shot we must take, we must fight. Prince Georgians, let's get our children vaccinated and get our booster shot so we can all be proud to be protected. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson here in the nation's capital. The first hour of Rush Hour as you're traveling to Virginia, Maryland, throughout D.C., West Virginia, Pennsylvania. Thanks for hanging out with me. Maybe you're in your kitchen having a cup of tea. I'm just glad we get to chill together. Here's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Now, before I go back to my interview with Nia Anderson, I do want to remind you that if you're dealing with water issues in your house or dripping brown ceilings, remember, you can get a new roof. You can also get waterproofing with Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. Okay, tell them that I sent you. They'll give you the hookup. Their number again is 844-980-3707. You've heard me give their number many times, and we've partnered together for a couple of years now, and my listeners love uh, the satisfaction they get when Best Buy Waterproofing takes care of the most important investment of their life, either their home or their business or their office building. Make sure you call them. That's 844-980-3707. 3707 or just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. Now Nia Anderson is my niece and we're talking on this Wisdom Wednesday about the wisdom of collective prayer. Our family went in collective prayer when we began getting text and phone calls that Nia was in the hospital fighting for her Life. She told us uh, before the break that it was on Christmas that she realized she was feeling ill, having come back from uh, Disney World. And then a week later on New Year's Day, she got a positive result. Okay, Nia, so back to you. You get the positive result. You're angry with God mm-hmm. a little bit. You're wondering, oh, Lord, I thought mm-hmm. I was going to be protected as an unvaccinated person. What was next? So it didn't really last long um, just because there was kind of this moment of, are you still going to worship? You know, even in thought of, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, even though you didn't get what you wanted, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't happen the way that you thought, you know, are you still going to consider me faithful? Mm-hmm. You know, and I had to say it out loud. Like, I was like, I can't just think I'm going to have to have to say it out loud. And I felt a pushback from the enemy to not say, and I was like, nah, we're not going to do this. So, mm-hmm. um, so what'd so you say out loud? Probably, Lord, I'm going to worship you. <clears throat> yeah. Lord, I worship and Lord, you're faithful. Mm. You know, um, Lord, you're faithful. Um, that that has to be what it is because he hasn't failed me yet. You know, he doesn't always do what you want, you know, but he still shows himself faithful. And so um, and so fast forward to Tuesday, um, that's when everything took a turn. So Tuesday, um, I was still feeling symptoms and, you know, and I'm trying to just rest up and, you know, I'm trying to get back to work, you know, so um, and so 
that day, um, two things happened that probably should let me know I probably should go get something checked out. Yeah. So I had a really bad nosebleed. If you've ever been congested and, you know, like if you keep blowing your nose or blow and or blow super hard, you know, you can possibly get a nosebleed. You pop some type of vessel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I that that's what happened. And then I had to keep blowing my nose. And so, like, I had this really bad nosebleed that lasted way longer than it should have. Stuff was coming out of my nose. And um, thinking in my mind, I probably should have called the ambulance. I remember working at a Head Start. They said, like, after five minutes, you should call the ambulance if you still have a nosebleed, at least for little kids. But, yeah, so that happened. Um, And then, um, um, and I prayed, I was like, Lord, I'm not going to die because of a nosebleed. So (laughs) I'm going to need you to fix this, like, right now. Mm. Um, And then um, the nausea did come back, and, um, and I did start vomiting. And I couldn't keep anything down, not even water. Now, the thing with that is that what I didn't mention or haven't mentioned yet is I'm a type 1 diabetic. Okay. And so what happened, yeah. And so um, with diabetes, at least for me in my case, um, when I do get sick or when my body, apart from diabetes, starts doing something funky, um, I can't always regulate or gauge, is a better term, gauge if my sugar is high or low. Okay. And so... Um, Probably once the vomiting started, yeah. Well, I was going to say, you've had this. I mean, you're a young person. You're in your 30s, right? You're 33? Something like that? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, but you've Mm -hmm. had this ever since I've known you, even when you were a kid, right? Yeah, it'll it'll be 30 years next month. Wow. Yeah, so this Mm this is, you're used to living with this, but yet you still can't always gauge certain things when you have diabetes. Is that right? Yeah, because I mean, your body changes, and you know, diabetes is only one part of your system, so it's just a, it's just a lot. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. So then Tuesday happens, <clears throat> and you're starting to feel sick. You're, you're vomiting. Your nose is bleeding, and all that. So did you call the doctor? <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course not. No, because at this point, um, I'm still thinking diabetes really wasn't even on my mind. Uh-huh. You know, um, it was, I'm just thinking that as COVID symptoms, like, okay, let's just get it all out. You know, I'll go to sleep and, um, you know, that'll be it. Okay. So um, I went to bed probably about seven. And the last call that I actually got was from Grandma Icy because um, she had knew I wasn't feeling too well. And she was calling to check up on me. And I said to Aww. myself, I said, you know what, I'll call her. You know, I'll call her, um, you know, tomorrow when I get up and, you know, feel a little bit better. And that's my mama, everybody. Um, mama Icy Anthony <laughs> Jackson. That's my mama. But that's Shani, uh, that's yes. Nia's grandma. So she calls you. Did you talk to her? She left a message. No, she, she left a message because um, I saw it and I, I just didn't really have the energy to talk. And like I said, I was in bed at that point and I right. was like, I'll call her back tomorrow. Let her know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Um, during that time, probably for a couple hours, I had kept getting up to get water. Cause you know, when you lose a lot of blood, at least this is my thinking, when you lose a lot of blood, you know, you want to drink as much water, you know, like if you give blood or something like that, drink water, just to replenish and kind of get your flow going back up. Um, and so I did that a few times. Um, and the last time that I remember looking at the clock was around probably between like 11 and 1. And this is on Tuesday night. Yes, Tuesday night. So between 11 and 1 on Tuesday night. Um, And so from the last time that I remember getting up um, to that following Sunday, which I think is the 9th or something like 9th Mm -hmm, or 10th, I don't remember what happened. All I know is what people have told me because apparently I must have got up one last time 
um, and I fell out in my kitchen and um, that, yeah, I fell out in my kitchen and I was probably on the floor for at least, at least 12 hours, at least 12 hours. Yeah. Before the ambulance called, uh, before the ambulance came and they only came because of someone's small act of obedience to God. Mm. Um, I had a friend who also knew that I was sick and, um, you know, we, we communicate like all the time. And uh, she said, you know, I know you're not feeling well, you know, but I'm just going to check on you every so often, you know, just let me know, you know, that you're good. You don't got to talk to me, whatever, just do a thumbs up, whatever, let me know. Uh-huh. So that's exactly, literally exactly what she did. And um, uh, she will let you know, like, it's nothing but God that told her to call the police. And so really? I remember getting the text. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember getting the text or to check up to call the police. Yeah. Um, so I remember getting the text. Well, well, once I looked at the text messages, let me say it that way. When I looked at the text messages at 4.16 p.m. on Wednesday afternoon, she, she, I saw the text of Ania, hey, you okay? You know, what's going on? Let me know. I haven't heard from you, whatever, whatever. Um, and then the um, that text at 416 said, I'm, I'm going to call the police. Now, you, um, you're, awake, just, you're yeah. awake enough to see this text? Or you mean later, a week later, when you're uh, all good, you s- saw the timing of the text? Yeah, no, this is way after the fact that I actually saw the text and see how everything okay. happened. So, so this in this been, story, yeah. you're out Tuesday night, and then the, poli- the, the emergency people are coming on Wednesday. You'd been on the ground all day. Mm-hmm. Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the reason why the, the emergency people came is because this friend of yours texted you, didn't hear back from you. And so what did she do? So she, um, <clears throat> after, yeah, so after she did that, she first called my younger sister, Jamila. Mm-hmm. Uh, she called her, and then there was some exchange from what I was told about getting information, and then she actually did call the police. Um, and so this is around the time that the property manager and all that and, and, and where I live that they leave. Mm-hmm. And so it's nothing but God's grace that as they were leaving, the police came and they came, they came through the same door wow. and they decided, hey, okay, let's go check out what's going on. And so the police, they went upstairs and, um, or they went, you know, to, to my apartment and went along with, um, the maintenance guy you know, to see, to do the knock check, make sure everything was okay. Right. Um, now, according, and, and this is just what was told to me at this point, this part of the story came from um, the maintenance guy who called him D. Okay. And so um, he said, you know, that they knocked and the police originally didn't hear anything, but the maintenance manager did. And he hoped, and he heard me moaning on the ground. And wow. so um, they knocked for a few times and um, the police were actually going to leave because they didn't hear anything. Um, but he said, no, somebody is in there. Wow. And so um, that became the whole process of trying to open the door. They were going to bust my door down. But then I was like, no, wait, I got a key. So they, that mm-hmm. whole thing getting a key, then they saw me laying there in the kitchen. Um, and wow. um, then, you know. You're the laid police, out in know, the kitchen for mm-hmm. hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And now he hears you moaning, yeah. but you're pretty much unconscious or in, in and out of consciousness. I guess in and out of consciousness. Um, but you don't just, remember moaning. No, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember moaning. I don't remember being on the floor at all. Yeah, that's the crazy part of this whole this whole thing. Wow. Um, yeah, and so the the paramedics get there and they're trying to and I have my pump. I have an insulin pump, and so apparently I have it in my hand. And I guess at some point I decided, you know, my brain subconsciously said, "Hey, you need to give yourself insulin," but 
you know, I don't know why it's in my, you know, when I hear this story, it's like, why was it in my hand? Or what was I trying to do? When did, you know, the light bulb go off that, you know, I needed insulin? So there's a lot of details that I don't know that I know that um, the enemy was trying to kill me, you know, at the yeah. beginning of this year. Well, and all, you know? and all we um, know is now it's Wednesday night or whatever, and we're getting texts. Nia's in, in a mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. hospital fighting for her life. Did yeah. anybody tell you those five or six days, whatever, that you were in, what happened during that time period? Yeah, so um, the paramedics got there, they tested my blood sugar. Um, and so just to give you context for those who may not know much about diabetes, I think the average is between like 90 to maybe like 120 or something like that. And it varies um, for for diabetics just because, you know, we got a different system. Right. Um, but when the paramedics got there, my sugar was, um, was about 500. Oh, By wow. the time I got to the hospital, it was 951. Oh my and so basically, it's just like it's, it's something called diabetic ketoacidosis. And so you hear that word acid in there. So it's like there's a lot of acid that's running through my blood. Mm. And so um, um, apparently I find out later because I wake up and I realize my arm is full and I fell on the same side twice. Once when I was in the kitchen, then another time I was trying to go to the bathroom mm. um, in the ER. I fell again. Don't remember any of it. I just knew I, when I when I woke up or came to my arm was full and I had bruises. Oh, my gosh. Well, listen, <laughs> um, and so, uh, listen, let's pause it right there. When we come back from the break, I want to pick it up of what life was like in the hospital we weren't allowed to come visit you your parents weren't allowed you were alone the biggest hurt for me was that i couldn't be there and get in there and uh and so i want to talk to you about being in the hospital friends if you have a thought or comment a question even about healing you want to talk to nia anderson she'll be here with me on the other side of the break 888-43-BRIDGE I've been teaching my sweet 86-year-old grandma how to use her Alexa. The other day, I'm overhanging out, and I see grandma about four inches from Alexa yelling, Hey, Alexa, I'm making cookies. Tell me when it's 10 minutes. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and the reality is the mortgage world has changed from old school to new school as well. In the old days, you usually use somebody local, but today, you don't have to be local to be local. You don't have to set up an appointment to see me. You'll have my cell, and you can text or call me anytime. The Stone Age paperwork of old is now, usually just some easy clicks. And if you're refinancing, in most cases, we'll just send a notary to your home for your closing. The level of attention that we bring will make us feel very local for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. And one other advantage? Read how our direct lender advantage can often save your family monthly and lifelong money at unitedfaithmortgage.com. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. Animals number 1330. Animals Consumer Access.org. And refinancing charges may be higher for life loan. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at godvine.com. Alexa can play WAVAFM and hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. Leading the way with Michael Youssef. Weekday mornings at 11 on Life Changing Talk Radio, WAVA. 
Listen to The Alternative with Tony Evans every weekday morning at 1030 on 105.1 FM WAVA. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Wisdom Wednesday. We're talking about the wisdom of collective prayer, a story of healing for Nia Anderson. This is my brother's daughter, my niece, in her young 30s, and she contracted COVID, unvaccinated, and she's telling us a story of how God has brought her through uh, once she uh, was laid out on uh, her kitchen floor for hours, and God amazingly used a friend to call the authorities. Then the authorities are walking in while the while the building manager people are walking out, and the maintenance man, and all that. And God just sent someone to get her up off that floor into a Washington D.C. hospital. And do you remember anything about the hospital, Nia Anderson? Um, I mean, once after I. Um woke up i okay. sure do um but those first couple days so from that wednesday i don't even know what day to call it i don't know if it's a tuesday night or wednesday morning mm-hmm. but between that particular time through sunday afternoon i think it was right um i don't remember any specifics of those days i don't remember anything oh wow okay. um i just know from what i was told you know so one of the things that they told me was that i was singing and stuff like that, even still, and apparently, you know, they were still asking me questions, so I wasn't, um, kind of go back before, wasn't necessarily unconscious or necessarily in a coma, Uh but, you know, I was just, I just couldn't communicate, you know, my brain was just like super, super foggy, Uh Um, and so. Did you hear nurses? um, Did you hear people talking? Oh, you don't remember any of that? Wow. All I remember is a rainbow unicorn dream. (laughs) Are you serious? Uh huh. Uh, wow. Was the was the unicorn riding on the rainbow? I'm just wondering. No, it was it was like a, it was like black, and then it was like an outline of like a unicorn and like rainbow, like glitter. It was really pretty. Oh my gosh! <laughs> look at you. Okay. So, all right. So here you are in the hospital. Um, now mm-hmm. let me tell you what was happening during that time. Uh, yeah. Phone calls, texts, Zoom prayer calls, uh, fasting. We're all uh, mm-hmm. just saying, Lord, please spare uh, 
you know, Nia's life. I called your dad, talked to him. He was in tears on, on the phone. I mean, everybody loves you. She, folks, you don't know, mm-hmm. Nia's a worship leader. Nia's a singer. And so the fact that the nurses are saying, that, you know, you're singing and humming and stuff like that, that is in your mm-hmm. spirit. And I know that you have been yeah. uh, mentored by some great musicians, and you've even sang uh, on stage at our, as our, at our church and, and the worship team. So we know that you're a Bible teacher, you're an author, you're a worship leader, and now here you are in need of people to worship and pray and fast, and your family and friends came through. And they were talking yeah. about a neurologist coming to check your brain waves. I mean, I don't know if you know all of this, but uh, then we get the call. Nia's, Nia's awake. Nia's awake. <laughs> Someone sends me a picture. <laughs> Nia's awake. Nia's awake. So yeah. when you wake up, how do you wake up? Like, is it a fog? Like you're coming out of a dream? And like, where am I? Yeah, I wasn't one of those wake up and, you know, start fighting people and stuff like that. That's not what I did. <laughs> but um, I, it was it was a little it was fog and I kind of had to it was happening. But I think because, you know, subconsciously or all that other stuff had happened and then I wasn't completely out of it. You know, when I wake up, I'm not in shock and awe, you know, mm. that I'm sitting here in the hospital because apparently, you know, I kind of knew I was, right. you know, through that whole process. Um but I, my brain was definitely still foggy. You know, the nurses are coming in, they're doing all this stuff. And um, the doctors, you know, they would come in and ask me questions. And the nurse would ask me questions about, you know, where, what year it was, my birth date. And, you know, I, I tried to say what I could, but then like certain questions, I think one of them was, what's the date or something like that? Uh-huh. And I, yeah, I could not say. Right. Mine is just that, yeah, I don't know how many days it's had. Yeah. Like, my brain just couldn't. It right. just wasn't working. Yeah, last thing you knew, um, it was Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, no. Yeah. Well, you know, so and, then um, post post <laughs> this scenario, so you come home now, and now you're on the other side of it. What do you know about mm-hmm. God now? What do you know about this? Like, you were angry at first and all that. You got it. Now you're on the other side of it. Do you have different thoughts yeah. about God, about vaccinations, about your purpose, your worship? About vaccinations, not so much because okay. I already had it. So. Right, okay. But um, Already had COVID, but, not the vaccination um, to be clear. Yeah. But what would you yeah. say to other people who may be at high risk like you? Are you trying to convince them not to be vaccinated or is it more like no, this was my personal decision? Yeah, no, absolutely not. You know, um, I'm very um, pro-choice when it comes to it, you know, because um, even through my whole journey, like I fasted and prayed about the decision to not get vaccinated. Like originally I didn't want to, but I knew because of work, because of, you know, my health and, you know, everything happening, you know, I was like, Lord, like literally like, what do you want me to do? You know, and so that was one of the biggest lessons, um, I guess, pro- probably over just the last year of like literally every single decision you have to make, even if it's about what you're going to wear, pray about it praying fast about it and um that was that's what it was and you know um got answered and through a series of different things you know and so i chose not to get vaccinated um and so when i think about that i believe and this is what one of my friends had told me um is that all of this led up to this moment like Mm. here and like what god did with you know what he did since um since i woke up you know out of that hospital you know out of that hospital and left and you know got where i am now and so to answer that first question, I mean, um, obviously God is sovereign, you know, and his, um, his purposes are so 
amazing just because there's there's about maybe five different words and I know I don't have time to go into them and I'm not but um, there are about five different words and things that were spoken to me that the Lord shared with me last year that everything came full circle with this whole event right here. Mm. Um, and uh, when I had asked, um, uh, I remember, you know, talking about being angry and I had asked God, you know, like, why? And one of the things, there's a couple of reasons, but one of the things that he wanted me to understand is that he didn't want me to be an independent woman. And what that meant was, you know, I, you know, I came, I just moved, and I had all these ideas, kind of what I wanted to do once I moved, get settled, get my feet running, do this, this, this. I'll be on my and own. He was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he was like, no, I have some, I have something different, something's different for you, and I don't want you to become reliant on yourself. Mm. You know, I want you to stay at my feet, stay at my throne, and let me guide your life. And so. Um, that was probably one of the biggest lessons specifically as it relates to, you know, God, why. Um, and um, it was true. You know, if you know me, I'm pretty already independent, you know, and I plan ahead. But, um, and I like to say, you know, I'm trusting God, you know, but, it, you know, at times, you know, this is the idea of control. And so he wow. just, and not to say there's wrong with being an independent woman. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. But right. I know for me and what he shared with me, he right. wanted me to know, uh-uh, I need to throw you off balance so you keep holding on to me. Mm, interesting. Did he? Do you yeah. feel like? Um, and I'm going to run to my last break or second to last break now. But I want to answer. I want you to think about this question so you can answer it on the other side. And that is, mm -hmm. how do you feel about your family now? Because you've gone through something that other family members have never gone through to need that kind of spiritual support. I mean, I think we have a very special family. But I really want to hear from you when we get back. This is real talk with Dr. David Anderson. What are you typing? I'm looking for a church to watch online this Sunday. Hey, check out Bridgeway.cc. Bridgeway? I think I've heard of them. Yeah, I attended in person before COVID but they still have great online services. Bridgeway, it's, uh, it's non-denominational, it's creative, it's multicultural, the messages are powerful. Awesome, I'm gonna check them out. Yes, their online services are amazing. Worship is incredible, we're talking biblical messages, they're practical, and they have creative elements too, you know, like dances and dramas. It's really captivating and relevant. Wow, now what about my kids? Children's program, awesome. Our daughter can't wait to get online every Sunday. Now how often do you hear that? Wow, that sounds great. Tell you what, they're live on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday. Which do you use? Facebook. Okay, cool. So I'm going to set up a watch party Sunday at 10 o'clock. Be there. I'll send you a reminder. We'll watch together. We'll set up a watch party. I think you've got a deal. I'll be there on Facebook at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Search for Bridgeway Community Church on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. Or just go to bridgeway.cc. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. 
Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Nia Anderson, my niece, is on the line with us. We're talking about her story of having COVID and now uh, past it, praise the Lord. And uh, Nia, are you 100% past it now? Yes. Praise the so, Lord. So um, I actually went back to work this past Monday, um, and I got tested last Wednesday, and then I got the result, um, and it said negative. So I was so Yay. very, very happy. Um yeah, because, you know, like when you have COVID, like, or afterwards, you know, the testing can be kind of iffy. Right. <laughs> but, um, but yes, I got tested and it came Praise back. Praise the so Lord for super, that. Super, super, super happy. So mm-hmm. what about family? What did you learn about family? You wake up and you're back. What have you learned? Man, well, for one thing, <laughs> the crazy part is, like, being single, like, all my emergency contacts are my mother. So it's like I feel like I need to hurry up and get married just so I can have <laughs> another emergency contact with <laughs> my mother. I understand. So, yeah, right. Right. And so, um, but like in this whole Which process, worked well when you were living with your mother, you know? Right, right, right. And so, you know, because she was my emergency contact on uh, my on my application for where I live now, my leasing um, application. So they called her, and that's kind of how everything got started as far as reaching, you know, reaching people. Uh, so, right. Um, um, so, yeah, property manager, all that stuff. And so, but, and, and, retrospect to answer your question like um i really do have a dope family and i don't think i really (laughs) understood the weight of what was involved just because i think i'm just and this is just you know our side of the family or at least my dad's side of the family Mm -hmm. um there's about three churches or half a church however you want to call you know qualify it that are praying for me you know while i'm in that hospital places that have not only have I ministered at, but have um, ministered to me in multiple ways, you know, so it's not like this unfamiliar person or whatever, but people who I know that do care about me, you know, even if I didn't acknowledge it as big, but just that and just the weight of what, you know, my dad and my uncles and my aunts and my mother, all that they have and the connections that they have and just this connectivity of prayer and, um, it was just awesome to, you know, just to really think about that and then just over, especially even after I got out of the hospital, like my, my family poured so much grace over me, mm. you know, in ways that I don't, I, I won't say never because I don't want to, you know, be like, you don't remember that. I'm like, right. so I will say and that it that had for a long time, um, and especially for my mother, um, because one of the things she, she mentioned quite often is just it reminded her so much of what happened back in 1993 when I was first diagnosed with diabetes, kind of like this very similar situation um, of having major symptoms and then just being out of it and, you know, numbers being super high and all that. So um, I believe my mother, you know, in this whole process just saw me as that four or five-year-old little girl all over again, uh, you know? Um, yeah. And so, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's so amazing. And God's grace was just, 
so evident in multiple ways um, using my family, you know, from being in my apartment to help me, you know, further the setup. Because, you know, I just moved December 19th. That's when I moved. Right. Um, and so to go to go for Christmas, you know, and then get sick and then be in the hospital. So, like, there's not much that I've done within the apartment, but them coming and helping me and um, getting stuff for me. Like, and my mother just had a ball, whatever she right. didn't see, she bought. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. Um, yeah. So now that yeah. you're on this side of it as well, and you know that people are listening all over the nation's capital, what do you, what do you say to them now regarding their need for for healing is, is God giving you a message? I know He's given you a testimony, but is that, has He has He given you a message uh, out of all of this for those whose hearts are wide open and listening? Yeah, um, definitely. Um, as it relates to healing, you know, God is still He's still able. You know, He still hears. He still um, cares. He's still listening. He's still watching. You know, and I believe, especially you know, in this season. You know, we have to um, accept, you know, that God may do things a little bit differently, you know, how he wants to heal, um, but also recognizing the power of prayer, you know, as well as um, just the the gift of healing, you know, through people and how they pray and um, laying hands and things like that. Um, mm. Man, it just, just overall, you know, God is, again, he's just so gracious and um, he is the great physician because there are things that, like I said, don't make any sense to me, mm. you know, um, as far as the timeline. Um, but God knows your body. You know, right. he knows what's wrong. You know, even if the doctors don't, even if you don't, even though if you're still confused or you thought you were the healthiest person, then all of a sudden this happened, you know. And so I think, you know, um, one of the things that, that the Lord had shown me um, in this process was just that, Going into 2020, there's going to be a lot of all of a sudden. And when those all of a sudden happen, especially within your health, that's when you start praying. That's when you start warring in the spirit because the enemy is coming. Um, and so, um, so yeah, but know that God is greater. God is bigger, you know, um, because I, like you said at the very beginning, I should be dead. Yeah, yeah. I should be dead. Um, but God said, no, I still have more work for you to do. And I am forever, ever grateful I'm sure. Um, well, you've always had a sense of purpose. Uh, in fact, your your Instagram handle, I believe, it, and Twitter handle is is it be you on purpose or be you be for you a purpose? For a purpose. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. is, is the U Y O U or just you? Yes, everything is spelled out. B U Y O U for a purpose. All right. So if you want to follow mm -hmm. Nia Anderson and see uh, what she's been teaching, uh, be you for a purpose. All spelled out and uh, I assume based on what you've been through Nia that your purpose is even stronger your sense of purpose like the devil didn't win uh you're 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 gonna mm. push even harder am I right about that yeah absolutely um going back to one of the to one of the words that the Lord had given me last year um is, is this idea of the warrior you know and how um, this particular year and or season is just um, not being afraid to get in the ring with the enemy, you know, to come out with scars and bruises, but knowing that God is right there with you. He's fighting with you. And so um, it's, it's like he came out swinging. And so it's like, okay, now, now we're going to go. And so I even bought something recently as a reminder to look at daily, like, 
you know, the enemy is, you know, his time is coming, his time is coming and he's taking as many people as he, um, as he's try, you know, as he wants, you know, with them or he's trying to. Um, and so, but, but God is working as well, you know, and so it's a, it's a fight for the souls now. Um, and he's angry. So, well, thank you for being with us today. I love you, my niece. Yes, I love you. All right. Take care, friends. I'll be right back to close it down. Hold on. Don Crow here for Preborn. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who's abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that's growing inside of her, and a $140 gift will do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby, five, or hundreds, the opportunity is just a phone call or a click away. And you can do it easily by calling 833-850-2229. That's 833-850-BABY. Again, 833-850-2229. Or you can give online to WAVA.com, keyword baby, or click on the preborn banner. You can also give on the WAVA mobile phone app. Just click on the preborn banner that comes up at the top of the page. That'll take you right to the donor page. Anything you can do, thank you for doing it now. And the number's 833-850-2229 or WAVA.com. Before Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, (laughs) it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services here. Did you know a single running toilet can quietly waste over 1,000 gallons of water in a single day? For only $99, our experienced and professional plumbers can form a whole house plumbing system inspection to confirm that your home's water shutoff valves, toilets, faucets, and other fixtures are all leak-free and operational. So give us a call today at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. And you too can say, problem solved you wanted to do something good for yourself so you did it you made the resolution to quit smoking quitting can be hard but you can do it you may just need a little help and help is available call the quit line at 1-800-QUIT-NOW or go to quitnow.net slash virginia quitting smoking can be hard but you can do it and we can help call the quit line now's the time you can do it you got this It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. What an hour we've had with Ania Anderson. We've been talking about the wisdom of collective prayer. And let me just say, whether it's COVID, whether it's cancer, um, whether it's a cold, 
if you are sick and in need of prayer, remember, uh, two or three gathered together makes a difference. But G- but the Lord also teaches us in James that when you're sick, uh, in James chapter 5, you can take it to the elders of the church. You know, our elders have prayer meeting every single week on Wednesday evenings online. And, of course, then on Thursday mornings, we also pray together as elders. And so, you know, we bring people's names from our church right before the throne of grace. And I would just say if you have deacons, elders, ministers, Christian friends, don't suffer alone. You need to make sure that you have some prayer warriors in your, uh, you know, in, in your life. And so that's what it says in in James 5. Uh, it says, you know, in faith. Well, let me just read it from verse 15. This is James 5. 15, and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. And so, you know, it asks earlier, is anyone in trouble? He should pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing songs of praise. Is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church, or let's say spiritual leaders of the church, to pray over him and anoint him with oil In the name of the Lord. So when we pray for others, let's pray for them in the name of the Lord. Not in anybody else's name, but the name of the great physician, Jesus Christ. And I do pray that if anybody under the sound of my voice is sick right now, as I close us out in prayer, I'm going to pray that God would bring healing to you. So let's do that now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you and we want to thank you, God, for saving Nia's life. We want to thank you, God, for bringing her out of her sickness. And Lord, I just pray that you would bring out from sickness anybody who's under it now, uh, whether it's COVID or whether it's cancer or whether it's a cold, would you in the name of Jesus begin the healing process, reverse whatever it is uh, that is ailing their bodies. We pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen and amen. On the road, to love one another, that heaven might find a place in their hearts. And I know
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.